Welcome to episode 65 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, actually. It's been a pretty all right day. That's yeah, right. I got two Aether Revolt drafts in, one of which I tilted out of life, and the other one I'm, I still have to finish, but I'm actually doing noticeably better. So, Yeah, I did one so far. I'll probably do one after we record here. Um, and I went like four and three or something like that. So with, as I, as I was telling you earlier with a deck that I feel is like about a four and three deck. (laughs) So, I mean, at least you know it too. So, Mm -hmm. which is pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, two of those games, I had absolutely no business winning. Like it was one of those things where it's like, I'm way behind and I need to draw exactly what I need to draw. Like six turns in a row and it happened. <laughs> Proceed to draw and have exactly what you up. need to yeah. do six turns in a row. <laughs> yeah, and have my opponent brick and screw up, you know? <laughs> As you do. But, yeah, so... No, there's nothing wrong with winning because your opponent screwed up. I, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm sure all my opponents are okay with yeah. winning because I screwed up too. <laughs> but but um, hopefully things go better because tomorrow... We get to actually play some paper magic together. We do, oh, which man. is exciting. Yeah, we got the battle bond release, two-headed yeah. giant action. Gonna get our our game on. Try and shrek people. That's right. This... I get to be your partner, and also I get to play magic with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an interesting time because I, as I told you, I remember that uh the format's just really weird because our store is doing it technically wrong but i really i'm not really complaining because it's kind of i'm i'm actually kind of fine with it but they're uh instead of playing six packs per team sealed they're doing 12 packs per team sealed six packs per player sealed (laughs) yeah which is basically constructed (laughs) Pretty much, like, when I did it on the release, or the pre-preview weekend, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, um, uh, I had to cut, like, 12 good playable cards from my deck, and, like, a guy across from me had to cut 19, like, man... I wasn't playing Assassinate or Bathe in Dragonfire, which are both pretty good removal spells. If I do, uh, if I say so myself, yeah. Like I got no, I got nothing wrong with those cards, but like, damn, damn, Dizziam. So, huh? Well, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Play some magic. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I enjoy when we do our little dirtling together, so. So actually, um, uh, something else that we're kind of tapped into, uh, what was it, Thursday? Yes. We got full standard in Arena. How's that been going for you? Uh, not as well as I would like, if I'm completely honest, because my lovely habit of poor draws... I've lost a few games that were mildly annoying, but I also just sh- like my first game. I actually I'm, I built the deck that I am playing in standard, 
Yeah. And my first game... I, I built the deck that you are playing in Standard 2. As you should. <laughs> that deck is... Okay, that deck's sweet, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, like, my first game, I literally drew one non-land the entire game, and I still just absolutely shrekt my opponent. Which just <laughs> felt good. Like, green-black snake is just a powerful, powerful deck to be doing. Like, I... There's, like... Uh, it's actually there's the SCG Invitational going on right now. A single copy of Green Black Constrictor made it to day two, and everyone's like, "Well, obviously the deck's just bad. It has a bad matchup, and yada yada yada." And I just disagree. Yeah, like I don't think the deck's just cold to Chain Whirler like everyone seems to think it is. Like, yes, you play main deck cards. So this is a rant I need to make. All right, let's do it. Everyone is like. Well, you can't play true, or you can't play uh, Elvish or Lenore Elves because it just dies to Chain Whirler, and then, then as a result of that, it's bad. You know, you can't have your stuff dying to Chain Whirler because it's just lost value. What people forget to realize that if you're on the play or draw, that gives you at least if you're on the play, that gives you at least a turn with Lenore Elves in play. Mm-hmm. Unless they shock it, in which case you does, it doesn't matter. It won't die to the chain whirler anyways. If they don't shock it, they let you leave it in play. That means you're casting a three drop on turn two. You're mm-hmm. still ahead, which is a huge deal. Like, I don't care if my opponent casts a chain whirler and kills my my Lenore elves if I got to cast a thrashing brontodon already, right? That like brick walls the chain whirler. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm relatively okay playing a Lotus Petal if it means that I'm going to win the game because of it. And being able to put out blockers is a key part of winning games of Magic mm-hmm. against an aggro deck. Shocking, I know, but... <laughs> or it feels super good if, like, you can if you can get a Snake out turn two or three and, like, turn four, if they miss it, just slam a Ballista for two and just, like... That thing's just good. I don't know. Yeah, like, there's there's so many ways to, like, mitigate the effect of Chain Wheeler or Green Screen Black that I just don't think it's bad. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, even if you, like, another thing people, like, point out is the fact that Glenn Sleep Siphoner dies to Chain Wheeler, which, while, yes, that's true, I board out, I board out at least one, and I would like to board out two Glenn Sleep Siphoners against Red, because I, that's not what I want to be doing in the matchup anyways. It doesn't block yeah. well. And I don't want to pay life to draw cards. Like, I will if it's available to me, but it's not my main game plan. Which is sad, because goddamn, do I love that card. That card is freakishly powerful. Like, like, that is probably my favorite card in that deck so far. That's my favorite card in all of Standard, so... Fair you have, enough. Fair you, ha- enough. you have a high bar for quality, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, it's... I don't know. Yeah, that that could sweet. I don't know. I so far I've been a big, 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 big fan of yeah the black green danger noodle deck. Like I, I don't know. I was winning my games till you showed up in my in my stream yet last night. But oh, you're fine. <laughs> gotta lose one of them, but I'm still in the like placement matches and stuff. I've been playing mostly limited, so. Yeah, I games with it. Once I, I get into like the real matches, I'm sure it'll, I'll I'll be buttoned up against stuff. But yeah, I'm also still in my placement matches. 
for all that stuff. I haven't played that much. I also played, a, you know, like I said, I played a decent chunk of Limited. I think I like one more match away from getting out of uh, getting out of the placement matches in Limited. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time, though. Yeah. I enjoy the deck. There's another deck I want to try out to see how well it is, because I think it actually might have a better matchup against the two best decks in the format. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to miss the power that is Green Black Constrictor if I do wind yeah. up switching over. I'm, I'm probably going to be stuck on the, the Snack deck for a while. So, Which is fine. I mean, you oh, still... I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah. If, if you want to change your pace, you still have your old control deck available to you, too. So. I have, yeah, 90% of it available and some of the cards i need for it are cards that go into the snake deck anyways perfect <laughs> yep right we got it okay all right well why don't we um uh move on here you um uh you have a topic for us today yeah uh this topic is gonna be a little complicated to fully explain um it's a common you always hear people talk about like, you know, you need to be able to not think about things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just like, it's something that you people bring up a lot. And I feel I feel like it's a subject that's worth talking about. Um, this is one of those things that kind of ties into why people slow play also. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, Fletcher has brought up on this before where it's like um people have this weird thing where like if anything changes they have to completely reevaluate the entire board state to see you know compare everything to the new thing and as a result it takes them five goddamn minutes to play their land that they drew for the turn and pass turn empty-handed tries to up a goddamn wall (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah, but like it's it's pretty much like this is I'm kind of referring to this as of like the mindset of magic itself, but it's more of like, you know, like things that you shouldn't think about, things that you, you know, should think about. Like just trying to like train yourself mentally to focus on the right things in a game. Okay. Cool. Well, let's let's hit this up then. All right, where where do you want to start? Stuff we Shouldn't think about. Yeah, let's. We'll start with the thing because this is the thing that gets brought up the most by a lot of people, right? Yep. Okay. And it's like when playing a game of Magic, you basically should not be thinking about anything else but that game of Magic. Like, um, it is something that I. If you're someone who treats magic as like an escapism thing, you're actually better off than someone who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because like if you if you are if you can allow yourself to just completely ignore everything that's going on and only focus on the actual game of magic that's going on, like obviously like your attention is there is you just you're putting more into the game than your opponent ideally right that, that's the whole mm-hmm. yeah like magic gives you gives you what you put into it when that includes mental energy and that's where this whole thing comes into it like if you can 
ignore you know the fact that you know maybe you had like a fight with a family member or a significant other and you know you can ignore the fact that you know you you need to go grocery shopping when everything is done you know you're going to have an edge over your opponent who are is thinking about those exact things Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and the basic reason for all this is just that your brain can only handle so much (laughs) and when you and when you're trying to process all this extra stuff, it means you're not processing things in the game. Yes. This, like, this extra stuff like life. <laughs> yeah, like, don't get me wrong, you know, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be playing a game of magic if you're currently wondering where your next meal is gonna come from, right? Like <laughs> I am in no way saying that you should use magic yeah. as like a way to detach from reality and wind up losing your house because you're not making your rent rent payments or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but being able to just ignore, like, use magic as a tool to ignore the things that would normally just like bring you down in life, right? Like, it's we always people always joke about how magic is a drug. But you can literally use magic as a drug, like for the same reason people use drugs, right? Like you don't use you don't take drugs if you're content with your lot in life. You take drugs when you want to change that, whether they are prescription or recreational. Mm -hmm. Right. Like magic can if you like you can use magic as a way to detach from that. And if you can you if you can do that, and want to, you c- it also will wind up making you better at magic as a result, which then has the uplifting bonus of you win, which releases endorphins and makes you happy. <laughs> like, you know, it can literally be a drug if you actually put in the time to you know compartmentalize stuff. I don't know if this is the message we want to be sending to people, but I don't know either. <laughs> I kind of like went off the rails a little with my little analogy, but I kind of understand where the gist is coming from. I, I get your comparison and everything like that. I mean, it's just like, it's honestly just like any other hobby. If you think about playing a video game or something like that, where you really have to concentrate, like, you know, one of my, uh, one of my friends always jokes that the best way to kill an hour is to play 15 minutes of Civ five. <laughs> because you start playing that game and you get so focused in on into it and so and so absorbed into it that all of us you feel like you've been there for two minutes but all of a sudden it's like two o'clock in the morning and you've been playing it for six hours yep you know and and th- that's what makes you effective in some ways like obviously you don't want to be doing that with you know, you don't want these things affecting your life is you know, the, the, the big no. thing, you know, like yeah. negative. Everything like, in moderation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like that's what we're not what we're advocating here. But um, uh, I mean, there is something to say for, you know, getting lost in something like that. Yeah. Like I it's I do think that it's it's slightly different from what I am talking yeah. about in regards to focus but there's a different tone yeah <laughs> yeah like there's a different tone but i really don't know how to explain it better yeah. i've never done drugs in my life i'm not advocating them <laughs> just just putting that out there <laughs> but like it's just being able to not think about things that don't matter 
mm-hmm. it's just hugely beneficial. Yeah. And I don't mean, I'm sorry. I was to say the the thing that gets brought up the most in regards to that is like we've all heard it, right? We're like you sitting down across from your opponent, you roll your dice, and if you like you you know the die roll happens and you won, you get to go. You're like I'm going to go first, and your opponent's like I haven't won a die roll in 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you just kind of like look at them, and you're like, "All right, why does yeah. this matter?" Yeah, like. <laughs> And th- so this is the like you know we just talked about you know getting lost and stuff like that but like there's a lot of these little superfluous things that you can trim out and not use mental energy and get you know that extra little edge and everything from it like and this is this is a perfect example of the oh I lost my I lost my die roll won my die roll you know kind of or I, I keep losing my die rolls keep winning my die rolls sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I love is, um, and usually this is like a bad beat sob story sort of thing. Always like, you know, you're sitting there with your opening hands and your opponent's like, well, I guess I have to mulligan again. That's all I've been doing all day. <laughs> yep. It's like, yep. Yeah, I guess, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I complain when I have to mulligan a lot. In fact, I did exactly that earlier today. To Fletcher in our group chat, a lot. I <laughs> ragged on you for it though. I know, but it's like, it's like I did exactly that. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I actually really enjoyed Aether Revolt as a format. Let's do that. Proceed to Mulligan into Oblivion, and I actually like complained to Fletcher about it, and there was no sympathy to be had, nor was no. I expecting any for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> at least we hold each other accountable, sort of thing. Yeah. So I, I know that I know this doesn't um, uh, really pertain to what you're trying to get here and stuff like that, but um, this this just feels like a mental trap all the time. Is um uh, letting your previous Mulligan decisions affect your future Mulligan decisions? Yes. <laughs> this... Like if, if that makes sense. Yeah, like this all that also ties very much into the person who's like, I should have just kept the six, the seven card hand. Yeah, like people have this weird understanding of what it means for something to be random. <laughs> people are bad at random. <laughs> like, if you want to understand it, go ahead and read the MTG Arena forums about the shuffler. Um, <laughs> Like people, ever like everyone always has this whole thing, right? Like this is this is most easily explained when it comes to coin flipping. Yep. Where you flip a coin and lands heads, and you are predisposed to be of the opinion that the next time you flip that coin is going to be tails, because mm-hmm. there is a fifty-fifty shot of it being one or the other, and in the long run. It will balance out. Yeah. Mathematically speaking, it will balance out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't. So, like, like, the thing I always say is it's like when I'm talking to people, it's like, okay, so you flip a coin, what's the chances of heads or, you know, what's the chances of getting heads? 50%. All right. And then, so the next, so then I say it's like, okay, so assuming the, all right, so, so assume we get heads first, what is the chance of tails on the next one? And people stop and think about that. <laughs> 
Like, yep. I'm usually just trying to screw with them. But, like... <laughs> what? And you're trying like, to like, screw well, with someone? Never. <laughs> they're like, well... I'm like, no, it's just... It's, like, the, the previous one does not matter. Like, that mm-hmm. absolutely does not matter. And, I, like, with the mulligan decision thing, I had to, I caught myself doing that a couple times. And the other thing where it's, like, you know, you... The game before or something, you have a really bad... Like, you mulligan into oblivion, and you're like, oh, crap. And then the next, the next game, you get, like, a super sketchy hand, and, like you should mulligan it but you're like well i just had to mulligan last game and i don't want to do that yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) what that's i get so tilted whenever anyone tells me those words where it's like well i kept this bad hand but i didn't want to mulligan again (laughs) or i kept this bad hand but i but you know but it, it worked out for me last time yeah it's like that doesn't matter like it's like I just always think like that whole thing of of like well I made a bad decision so I'm gonna make another bad decision thing. It always reminds me of the story LSV has told a few times about the dude who's like play he's playing a game, activates his mute about goes to attacks, realizes that he shouldn't have he doesn't he shouldn't attack with his mute fault, but attacks with it anyways. Yep. And then afterwards they're like well why did you do that and he's like well. I don't want to look stupid for activating it. <laughs> like, so instead you look stupid for losing your mute vault. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, people, people like to hang on. Like, like I said, it's part of the human condition. You hang yep. on to negative things and like you get them stuck in your mind. And that's all you ever like. It's what your mind goes to when you think of things because your mind just focuses on the negative. It's part of being human. No one knows why we're such negative creatures, but we are. Probably a survival mechanism. I mean, mean, it keeps you from sticking your hand in the lava a second time, right? Like uh, (laughs) next time we'll pull out, you know, fruit or something like that. It'll be sweet. Um, Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's a big thing with compartmentalization of games, though, too. Like, it's so easy to to be like, well, and, you know, in my last X games, this, this, and this happened, which is completely random, and that's just how randomness works, even though it didn't happen like this because it just feels like it happened like this because that's how I'm perceiving it because I'm human, so I'm going to make a bad decision. Like, that's, you know, it all spirals out like that, you know? It's like, <laughs> you know, on the, um, uh, on the arena forums, you know, some guy's posting, like, you know, I've had a, I've had a, it was something ridiculous. He said, he was like, I had, I had like a 30, like 30 game losing streak or something like that. Maybe it was like 20, he said, or something like that. And like, basically I talked about a bunch of this stuff like that, you know, like that. And then like one of the devs comes back and is like, yeah, we looked you up. You had a six game losing streak actually, (laughs) (laughs) which, and they're like, which sucks because that is a long losing streak, but it's definitely not the same as 15, 20, 30, pick your number. Like, you know, so like, yeah. So is the consensus that the guy was lying to try and argue something, or was he just was he just stuck in the negative mindset? He was just stuck in the negative mindset. I think is what it was. He wasn't trying to lie to argue something. He was just complaining about how bad shit happens. Like mm-hmm. you know, to him, like you know, oh, oh, woe is me. The world is sad. I mean, maybe he was playing rats, and that's why he kept getting shreked. Dude, if you're playing rats, at least you win games sometimes. Then. Like, that deck steals. That deck steals games. Actually, it's far less good now that I'm uh, 
with some of the stuff people are playing. If you want to talk about a deck that gets freaking crushed by Chain Whirler, let me show you <laughs> one, son. <laughs> I got uh, blown out. I got blown out ridiculously. <laughs> random aside, I just have to tell this story. Okay. Um, I was playing Rats. I had four lands in play. I had a Vanquisher's Banner in my hand, and I missed my fifth land drop. I'm like, what? I'm like, but I drew Rat. I'm like, all right, I guess I got a Rat. Slam Rat, you know, attack with my things. I'm playing against Mono Red. I was like, it would be really. I'm like, man, I wish I could have played this Vanquish Spanish so that I'm safe from Chain Whirler. My opponent proceeds to untap, draw their card, slam a Chain Whirler, and my next draw is a Swamp. And you're like, sweet, that was a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed to keep casting black spells, so I just cast the. <laughs> I cast the Vanquisher's Banner and just hoped that I could just run a chain of uh, chain of rats and get there, but he killed me the next turn. So yeah, go figure. But... Didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, backbreaking. Sorry, I just yeah. had to mention that. I love it. <laughs> the deck's sweet too, but uh, yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, nice little derailing there. Just I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, we've talked about that. I mean, there's there's so many things you can focus on that don't matter, you know, in an, in a in a game of Magic. And obviously, you know, we, we're talking about a lot of the stuff that's really spiky here, and that's what we're going at it from this angle. Like, you know, if you're, you know, if you're not trying to, you know, be the best there ever was, and you know, just want to read flavor text and play your tribal Griffin deck, that's fine. Like. But I just want well, to clarify that. I would still say that you shouldn't focus on stuff like losing die rolls. I that I think that's actually more important to not okay, focus I agree. on that. I agree. If you're playing casually, yeah. right? Yeah. If all you want to do is play your tribal griffin deck and have a good time, and you're focusing so much on the fact that you always lose a die roll, that is impacting you even worse. I think because <laughs> like the game is just there for fun for you at that point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just... good, good qualification. All right. Yeah. All right. But where do we want to go now? Uh, this something that I. This is another thing that just kind of like wastes a lot of time. That <laughs> everything I do ties into slow play. Has anyone ever noticed that? Like <laughs> this. This is literally the hill you die on. Like... <laughs> everything ties into it. I don't know how I should feel about this. But um, another thing that I want to focus on that just like, uh, knowing what you should think about and things that you know once they happen you should honestly just ignore because they don't matter anymore mm -hmm. and like uh things that you this is this comes down to the whole like reevaluating the whole board state because you know one thing changed right your opponent casts mm -hmm. a removal spell your opponent played a creature you know your opponent played some random enchantment on said creature once again, this comes into the whole, you know, compartmentalizing thing. It's like, you don't need to, you know, your opponent played a 6-6. Six, six. You don't need to compare that 6-6 six, six to every single creature individually and be mm -hmm. like, well, what changes now because of this? Well, what changes for this card because of this? So on and so on and so yeah. on. You can like, just shift the math in your head really quick. Like, it's, it's easy enough to look at something and be like, okay, they have a 6-6, six, six, so that's going to change this, this, you know. And like... Yeah. You're, you're piecing together the story as you go, not rebuilding it every time something happens. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, my opponent plays 6-6. Six, six. I guess I can no longer attack with my 3-3 three, three and my 4-4, four, four, but my A-Day can still swing freely. Yeah. Done. Like, 
It's like, you know, you don't need to think about every little thing and like sit there and be like, how does this match? You'd be like, all right, just be like, just mentally have that shortcut where it's like their power is less than this. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. And another thing along those lines that really, really bothers me is people for that need to constantly reread creatures with enter the battlefield effects that have stayed in play for multiple turns. That happens. I've had it happen way more than I ever should. Which is ever. <laughs> yes. Like, I've had people actively, like, they take, like, you know, they're trying to see how the board matches up. And, like, so they're, re- they're like, craning their head in that way they do to, like, try and turn it completely upside down and read all of your cards. Mm-hmm. Just to try and figure out, like, well, what do, what of any of these actually impact the board? Yeah. And... It's like, for some reason, they can't remember that they already read a card, so they read the card again. Mm-hmm. I have had this happen more than it ever should. And, like, I don't know how to train yourself to be able to just, you know, remember this is an ETB effect, it doesn't matter, and so on and so forth. Like, maybe people just need to learn the formats better. Whether it be standard, I mean, that's a big thing because usually if I have to re- read a card, it's because a I've either never seen it, or b I know what the card does generally, but I need to figure out some little nuance of it if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's usually like this me. is something that happens in limited, and it's for people who mm-hmm. don't draft a lot, right? Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like my whole thing is like when they have to reread it, or my personal favorite when they themselves have cast the card already and then i cast it and then they pick up my copy and read my copy of the exact card that they already played themselves <laughs> this happened at the battle bond preview event uh-huh. a guy straight up read a card that my teammate played went that he himself had in play on his side of the field <laughs> like i haven't heard sh- that one i'm sorry do the shortcuts of just like identifying a card based on its art like are those just like unique to me that I'm good at that? Like, no. <laughs> like I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, like I get it at these pre-release events or preview events or something like that. Like a lot of the stuff's new. Like even you know even the reprints too are, are new to a lot of people. I mean, some yeah. of them are new to me. Um, <laughs> but like, it's. I mean, it's one of those things you just like. That's something that I feel like you should should know, especially when you're when they're like, especially when they announce the card. Yeah, because it's like that should tick in your head. Like, oh, okay, yeah, this is familiar. <laughs> well, like, like it's it's always fun. Like when it dawns on them that's the same damn card, because like they'll always look at it and then they'll look down at their battlefield and look back at it in their hand and then look down to the battlefield again. And I'm just like, what what's wrong? It's the same card right like we're not no, we're not play, is, we're not playing an unset here like it does the same thing <laughs> i'm just like uh, it's just tilting i don't really know how else to explain it it's like really mm-hmm. really yeah. and i mean like that's not something where it's like you need an encyclopedic knowledge of the set like no you just i don't know i i feel like i i am not a person who remembers the name of every single card i put in my draft deck or my sealed deck. I'm 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 just admitting it. But I, I know. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty good at knowing, you know, and like 
the vast, vast, vast majority of the time, if not all the time, when my opponent plays a card that I have in my deck, I know it. Yeah. Like, not even in my hand or on the battlefield, just in my deck, because I recognize it. Like, you know, it's... I don't know. I, that yeah, that's annoying. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like like it's one of those things. Like, I give people a pass at pre-release events, right? Yep. But as soon as they themselves cast the card, the pass is over, right? Like, you took the time to put that card in your deck. You <laughs> cast the card against me. You resolved its effect. You shouldn't need to read what my copy of the exact same card does. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that isn't how this works. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh. Yeah. And like I, you know, as I also seem to just remember cards more than other people, so maybe I'm being a little. Uh, my expectations are a little high for yeah, other people. Yeah, they are, but, but like this is we're fine here. Don't worry, I'll give you I, this one. Everyone must be exactly like me in the world of. Dear God, universe. please no. No, 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 no. Uh. No me gusta. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know what the advice to give on this except like pay attention. Yeah, like... that's about all I can say. I don't know, like, and I'm not a good remembering person. Like at work, I always say I write sh- everything down because I can't remember stuff past three seconds. Like it's comical how easily I can forget things to some degree. Like. And and it, I can do this, you know, like I mm-hmm. I think using like mnemonic things or something like that or, you know, remind reminders and stuff really helps. Like magic art is the best reminder in the world, too. Like, Absolutely. If you if you tie something to an image or a thought or a phrase or something like that, that really helps, you know, remember things like I've, I'm a person who does that. I'll take it like uh, you know, like take a random object and set it on my desk and like come back from over the weekend and see this random object on my desk and know, oh, that's what I put that there to remind me of. Like, you know, so that's like that's actually really nifty. Yeah. Like if you if you sit and think about it, it's like I'm going to set my stapler in front of my keyboard where I normally don't set it so that when I come in Monday, I remember to do remember to order this part or something like that. And I will do like that will work for me. Man, I'm actually jealous that you can do that. Really? Yeah, like, I I take allergy medicine every day before mm-hmm. I go to work. Yep. So, because of my allergies. And I will take the bottle, and I will set it in front of my keyboard, and be like, this way I won't forget to take the allergy medicine before I leave. Mm-hmm. And I'll wake up, I'll make my sandwich, I'll sit at my desk, I'll put the allergy medicine over off to the side, and I'll start watching YouTube videos, and then go... Like, like how I, in you front of touch it. I know. <laughs> like I can't remember to take a goddamn allergy pill when I have to move the goddamn bottle. Oh man. Like like I don't do that often, but I've done it more than I should. Huh. But at the same time, like I can remember the most useless goddamn information that doesn't matter. As I've like, said, I had you build I you built a sixty or a seventy no sixty card art cards of the deck we didn't do the sideboard but a 60 card deck from memory through text without referencing anything and yep. the, like basically the only thing you got wrong is, is you forgot to add some card draw in there which i'll give you and then you mixed up the names of some of the lands 
Yeah, like, my ability to just, like, compartmentalize shit in my head is either all or nothing. Mm -hmm. I can tell you the phone number I had when I was six years old. (laughs) I can't tell you my wife's phone number. (laughs) Like, straight up, I can tell you the phone number I had when I was six years old. Mm -hmm. It was six... All right, I'm editing that out, but okay. That's fine. <laughs> just, just bleep it or whatever. I'm gonna bleep it. Yeah, I'm like, just, like, like I'm not putting a phone number in this, even though six people listen to this. Like, <laughs> like, like I remember <laughs> that number. I can tell you that uh, at F and M, I won every die roll except my third round at the standard showdown. Before that, Why are you I wasting mental energy on that. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't. <laughs> None of this stuff is known to me unless I decide to think about it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you in the middle of a game if I played first or second. Good. <laughs> like, like my ability to just shut things, like, I, like I said, like, I, like, uh, I, I won every die roll except my third. I won every die roll the Saturday before that. I lost every die roll the Friday before that Saturday. And I won one die roll the Saturday before that Friday. And I won every die roll the Friday before that when I first played the deck. Like, I remember this shit that has no bearing on my life, but I don't know it unless I try to think about it. Okay. And, like, I guarantee you all of those things are accurate. And, like, my ability to just shut information out that doesn't matter and only, like, to only think about it when I want to just doesn't make sense (laughs) like like when you're playing a really serious game of magic i'm pretty sure i could walk up and smack you in the face and you wouldn't notice (laughs) like i don't like i it's one of my like the biggest memories i have is that one time where you were playing fnm actually and i was playing the rally mirror Yep, I re- this is exactly what I'm thinking of. <laughs> and I forgot there was anyone else in the room mm-hmm. until my opponent extended his hand because I won the game. <laughs> and I looked up and I'm like, oh shit, there's 20 people staring at me. Yeah, like there was a crowd around you because it was like the last game. Yeah, we were the last game of the last round. Like, yeah. yeah, and you were the top table too, so it was like... Yeah. It was like, yeah, oh, we, we were playing for to be the sole undefeated. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's people watching me. Where did when did they show up? And there was a lot going on too. Like there were people talking, like you know, people talking to each other and stuff like that. And yeah, that was it was crazy. Yeah, like I I literally create like these mental blinders where like nothing is going on outside of my game if I decide to give the game my attention. Mm-hmm. There, are, I'm not gonna lie. There have been times where I've paid more attention to the match going on next to me than my own. Usually out of, like, I don't really care what my opponent's doing for one reason or, anum- or yeah. another. Or, like, I'm just not in the game at all, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I know <laughs> I've drawn other opponents to my match when I'm, like, three Emrakul. <laughs> and then one of the people next to me is, like, his opponent plays a card and he's like, no, just stop. I want to watch this game. This is more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that was, like, a Boggles versus Affinity Mirror, so... <laughs> yeah, that sounds interactive. <laughs> okay, so back on the rails. Yep. What do you want? What, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about something that is actually a really, really something that you yourself are very, very good at, and I am the exact opposite. Kind of. Okay. 
And that's sunk cost. <laughs> good, good or terrible ad is the question about with me. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, I'd qualify you as being good at it. You're good. Uh, you're good m- with it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could like, you know, have your house burned down and be like, well, it's sunk costs. Time to get a new <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I've done shit like that before with like relative things like that. Like not like house burning down, but like stuff that isn't like to sneeze at and basically like said that to my wife and I, I thought I feel like she's just gonna murder me <laughs> like sunk cost I know I'm pretty sure we've touched on it before mm-hmm. and it's just it's really really important to understand like this is where the whole mutavolt thing comes into right yep. like it yep. was wrong to activate the mutavolt it is even more wrong to go through with attacking with it yes because you because you invested something into doing it you feel like you have to like do this thing then like and that's and yeah that's just a waste like yeah it's terrible like and this is something that actually comes up like in my job a fair a fair amount of time where you know people will ask questions like we have we have this this system or process or piece of equipment that we are using right now should we spend money to keep it going or should we just throw it away and get the correct thing that we want to do. And the vast, vast, vast majority of the time is to do it correct. Yep. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things. It's like people get so caught up and it's like, well, we've already spent, you know, X amount of dollars on this thing. We, we can't, you know, dump it and walk away now. It's like, well, yes, you can, because you're just going to waste more money on it instead of doing it correctly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like and that that was one of the things I, I you know at my job I pushed really heavily for this one system to go in, and um uh, as part of it we actually had to get rid of one of our current systems we were using to like implement it, um, and buy a more expensive system actually, <laughs> but I pushed really hard for it because I'm like this is gonna work properly like when we get this set up it's people are going you know it's something that's gonna at least work and. It's now it is one of those systems I had like, and this is no when you've done it right when you work in IT. I have people ask me to put this in, like, <laughs> like, like they 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 have you know the other thing that not the other system that we got rid of, but like something that can't be that isn't compatible with this. Like we can only put it on these thin clients we have, not the desktop computers. And so somebody has a desktop computer and they're like, well, I want this system because I because you know it works really well in the other places we use it. I'm like, well, you can't have it because you have this. Like, and they're like. Can I get rid of my, you know, full size fifteen hundred dollar computer for this five hundred dollar thing client? Like, <laughs> like when I've done like, that, I know I'm doing. It. I know I'm doing it right. Like, exactly. You know, and that's and that's the thing is, but but it's looking at it, it's like, you know, the people people could have easily gone like, well, we've already invested all this money into this system to imp- this previous system to implement it, and then we spent more money to add these features in, and then we spent more money to to get this thing fixed and stuff like that. It's like, we've already sunk all this money in it. We can't just throw it away, but like it's sunk cost. Like it's just, it's gone. You're never, you're never getting that money back. You're not getting value from it by keeping it. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know, but well, like that's even something that I've actually seen in magic where like, mm-hmm. 
someone really wants to build a deck. Yeah. And they start working on building that deck and they get like, they're part of the way in. And then like they, they either find another deck that they think they also might enjoy, or like maybe they borrow the deck that they're building from someone and play it. <laughs> and they find out that they either like a new deck more or they just don't like the play style than they thought that they would. Modern burn. <laughs> yep. I, I had started building parts of that, actually got some cards specifically for that and then like borrowed it from you and played it. I'm like, God, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, people, there are people who they're like, well, I'm already partway through there. Mm-hmm. I should finish it. So I have this deck built. Yeah. And like, it's, it's even more, or sorry, it's even less impactful in magic because like you can always trade stuff away for new stuff. Mm-hmm. But there, yeah. I've seen people finish building a deck that they don't think they'll enjoy because they started building a deck. That's like the people who are like, well, I'm unhappy in my relationship, but we've been together so long. Yeah, it's like, that doesn't matter. No, that absolutely does like, not matter. Like, like this, <laughs> this is coming from someone who has literally never been in a short relationship. Yeah, I'm same, short. same thing Same thing here. Like, yeah, before I got married, I was never in a short relationship. <laughs> yeah like and, that, and then that one was not my marriage has not been a short relationship either not at all yeah and it's like every you know the whole thing about you know like yeah the whole thing about relationships like just because you've been together doesn't mean you should stay together the mm-hmm. time you spent together matters yes but it's not a reason like that like that in in no way shape or form should be perceived as an anchor quite literally in this sense right yes. like, yeah yeah like, I don't know. It, you see so many people end up unhappy that way. But this is a show about magic, not life, I suppose. So. You're the one who brought it up. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um, like, for example, like, all these lessons are things that apply to life as well. Like, there's, they're, they're good life lessons. Like, like, all these things about, like, focus, like, not focusing on things that don't matter and, you know, knowing what's important and building upon previous things instead of reassessing entire situations and sunk cost and like all these things are things that i use at, like at work at my job like you know i i use these skills all the time and they're magic skills that i i, I learned a lot of them from magic like mm-hmm. these are just good things to know and be like to learn for your life like i don't know okay sorry <laughs> I, i'm so i love this stuff <laughs> uh to, just to bring it back to an actual magic related topic yep. and this is something that i myself have once brought up and that's the wild cards in arena like yes arena is going to be a very very big thing mm-hmm. and as a result of that people are going to experience wild cards wild cards you basically cash in for one card and there's no going back once you do that mm-hmm. and there there's specific rarities too yeah there are specific rarities and at one point i cashed in a mythic rare wild card and then later that day, got a second Mythic Rare Wild card. And I remember saying in our chat, I'm like, well, now I regret using my one wild card because two of this card is better than one and one mm-hmm. of this and another card. Didn't I instantly reply? <laughs> you immediately went off on me <laughs> about like, it's like, that doesn't matter. You already made the decision. Nothing can go from there. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. what I get it, but... <laughs> Like it feels like, a little bad, but it's like yeah, I like I didn't actually care that much. It was just one of those like, well, if I had waited, you know, two yeah. hours, 
I would be better off. Instead, I just kept playing, you know, the Jun deck that I had built because it was fun. And that deck was sweet too. Another Mythic Rare Wild card, and it didn't matter. So yeah, I mean, it's like okay, like I mean, it's one of those things. It's like you can't plan for that. So it's like honestly, it's all upside. It's like sweet, I got another Mythic Rare Wild card. Yeah, like cool, like. <laughs> it's the whole your mulligan decisions should not be affected by previous mulligan decisions. Like, there we go. Yes, <laughs> yeah. this is a brand new wild card, and is in no way, shape, or form tied to the previous wild card. Yep, because that previous wild card is no longer existing. It's yep. like, yeah, yeah. But, all right, cool. I, I think we've beaten beaten sunk cost enough, but sunk, co- sunk cost is sunk cost and results oriented oriented thinking, like. Or avoiding as results oriented thing, are like two of the things that I just am like all up on like crazy. <laughs> Which I mean, like, and like you said, you you're all up on those because of their impact in life itself, yeah. not magic. So. Oh yeah, I use yeah. They're they're things like God. I don't know. We we've almost done it, but like we could almost probably do an entire show of like magic skills that I use in real life, or like design skills I use in real life. Like there's a bunch of like game design skills i use at my job that is not game design <laughs> or, or design of any type very sweet <laughs> but yeah so oh yeah that was a bit of a all over the place episode yeah you know it's all right i, I mean i think that was kind of to be expected though because yeah like i said my 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 idea for this was not the most concrete from the get-go but I mean, these concepts are also just n- nebulous in a lot of ways, and they're hard to explain. And it's something that, like, you really have to like experience to understand to some degree. Like, once you finally like realize that, like, you know, you're doing some of these things, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, and it's and you're good. You know, in a lot of ways, it's really weird. Um, it's almost like a switch for a lot of them, but. I mean, and obviously, like, you know, a lot of these things, nobody's perfect with them and everything like that, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I like these sort of mental, mental things that you can use to, you know, improve your game. Like, just, you know, it's, it's so easy to sit there and go, well, this is how to play Magic good, you know, the, the, the numbers and the, the direct strategy and stuff like that, but... I think there's a lot to be said about mental tricks to to make it so that you get better instead of just this is how you do it correctly. Like these are the things that help you develop and move forward instead of just like having this encyclopedia that you have to read and memorize. Like I don't know. I I I kind of realized like some of this stuff like really worked for me like you know, when I started using it outside of magic. And I mean, the, the one, the one big mental thing, and we've talked about it a hundred times on the show, I know, but like the, like the, the time I realized that it's like, I, I have a good mental attitude in magic is when it was, it, it was the, um, uh, well, why do why do you need to know if you sideboarded correctly? You already won the game. <laughs> yeah. Like that one, like, and then, and then when I was instantly able to say like, just because I won a game, you know, doesn't mean I played it right. Like. I realize it's like I I can get like you know I I have the right mindset to get better if that makes sense exactly like and I think yeah, having that goes a long way yeah I agree like 
magic ties into life way more than a lot of people probably realize or wanted to. Like we, the lessons, as it were. Yeah, we might have to do this because I was literally writing like a blog post about it at one time and then just like bailed on it. But <laughs> sounds like a decent episode to me. Yeah, maybe not next episode, but sometimes we. So is that because you'd have to do the work for it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but right. oh, not totally. But all right, you got anything, you got anything else you want to quip in here? But. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go back to questions for Fletcher because it's oh, been so long. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. So a while ago, actually, Sam Black made a post, I want to say on Twitter, but I'm not sure. I didn't personally Probably because see Twitter. I just heard about it. Yeah. Uh, the gist of it is Sam Black, a brewer extraordinaire, is of the opinion that pre-constructed commander products are both highly damaging to all eternal formats and actively ruin and damage the fun of commander as a whole. Uh, his reasoning for this is a they print cards like True Name Nemesis, true, which dominated the format for a long time. True name Nemesis, yes. Yep. <laughs> like you know, they they print a lot of cards that they don't test for eternal formats mm -hmm. which can result in things being poor and he hates the concept of a pre-constructed deck because he feels as if having a deck pre-made for someone ruins the primary reason for commander being a format which is people trying out new things and new ideas of their own okay so what is your do you have an opinion on his opinion i have a lot of opinion on his opinion actually um i agree with him but we're both wrong. <laughs> In which regard? Uh, I agree with him that that I like Commander as an experimental as as a format about building building something and experimenting and things like that. And I do think they print a bunch of shit that never should see the light of day. Um, but on the second point, at least, we're wrong. Um, in the overarching scheme of things. Like, I think we're right for us, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. The first part, I can't really talk about that. Whatever, they print cards and they'd print broken shit wherever the hell they wanted to. Um, but um, I enjoy building decks, even if they're not good. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a wild guess and say Sam Black likes to build decks. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna, that's probably not exactly a stretch. What he's not that's for. probably not a stretch. <laughs> Um, my wife who plays magic a bit does not like building decks. Like that is not any appeal for her in the least bit is building decks. Like she just wants to play some magic, you know, mm -hmm. like, and I think that there are numerous outlets for us to, for, for me to build decks and have fun and do that. And I think on the other side, there needs to be an outlet for people to buy something off the shelf and just play it with people for a number of reasons. One, because people just don't like building decks sometimes. That's just not the appeal to them. I mean, I'm guessing there's a lot of people who play standard relatively competitively who don't like building decks. Like they just they're just like what's the best list? Sweet, we got it. Uh, I might tune stuff a little bit, you know. 
Like, I don't think that's uncommon. Um, no. <laughs> two, building decks is intimidating. And it's easy to come at it from, you know, mine and your perspective, where it's like, back in the day, like, when I played, like, the thought that you didn't build your deck was kind of insane to me. You know, that was back in the day when net decking was a naughty thing and you didn't do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or still some people get all salty about that. Like, you know, you, you built your own deck. And, you know, nowadays it's different. And it's really intimidating to look at, to just be like, okay, I'm going to build a deck. Where do I start? <laughs> you know, like, that's that's really hard. And some people just want to play the game. So, like, especially newer people, it's easy enough to just go and say, well, I just want to play some freaking magic. Let's grab a couple pre pre-built decks off the shelf and play. And I think that's very, very, very valuable. Um, yeah, I guess those are my two big points. All right, that's fair. Commander's a terrible format, though, so... Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was, I've been sitting on that question for a while, just because I was curious what you thought of it, so... I I both understand where he's coming from and disagree. It's like I like that they can print cards with the intention of them being legal in older formats without them having to first go through and possibly get banned in newer formats. Yeah. Like I mean I get it. I like that, but I don't know. I don't like the I don't like that they're only available in a precon is I guess part of my thing. Like that's that, annoying. That I agree with. You know, it took years for True Name Nemesis to be printed in an actual pack, right? Yeah. Like you know, at it at its peak, it was a fifty dollar card. The box it came in MSRP'd at thirty. Yeah, like that's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it was dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. All right, well, that was good. Okay, so if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send us an email at thelocalmeta at gmail uh, you can catch us on Twitter at the local meta PC. Um, you can catch my stream twitch.tv slash beware llamas. I'm streaming on the weekends. Um, mostly doing drafts right now, but playing some danger noodle as well, uh, which is pretty fun. That deck's sweet. I hope it stays sweet. I have faith. I do too. But anything else, John? I'm excited for battle bond tomorrow. Oh man, that's sweet. I totally forgot about that. Now I'm excited again. <laughs> it's cool. gonna be good times. It's gonna be it's gonna be great times. But so uh, I guess some uh we will catch you next time then. See ya.